the show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. There's a little bit of uh, New Jericho Turnpike music. I dang it. Right? It's good stuff. Yeah. But McLean bugs me, the lead singer. Oh, yeah? He's so muscular. Oh, is he? Oh, my God. He's in great shape. It's disgusting. You can't be a rock star and be in good shape at the same time. Sure you can. Not like that. There's not a lot of muscle. There's not a lot of uh, rock stars who are, like, muscular. They're all, you know, like, you know, you look at guys like Steven Tyler, I'm sure. You know, he's got to run around and do all that stuff. He's in good shape there, but I mean, he's got no muscle. Uh, yeah, there are there are a few. Yeah, they're definitely stand out. It's few and far between. But uh, like I remember, George Lynch was getting oh, real George muscular. Lynch, yeah. He was getting real muscular. Uh, and then there was that guitar player. Oh, what was his name? He was really big. He was a really big guitar player. Bob something. Bob. Ah, I forget what his name was. There was a drummer for a band. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Extreme. Oh, it had like one of those. Kane like, Roberts, that's who I'm thinking. Oh, of. I remember Kane Roberts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played with Alice Cooper. Right. He looked uh, like a uh, you know like a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's like McLean. Uh, there, there was a, a drummer. There was a band like not Danger Danger, but uh, I don't know. I remember they played at the Sundome one time. It was Extreme and some other band, and then this opening band. They were really like a nobody band, but they played the whole short set, and then the drummer got off the drum kit. And the whole place went, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> just, he, looked like a, he looked like a center for the football team. He was short and just completely jacked. Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. Because you heard everybody was like, uh, you know, they were clapping lightly, and then you just heard everybody go, oh, wow. Geez. I remember the drummer from uh, the band Fuel was in pretty good shape. Yeah. I remember that. This is our uh, segment we call Sexy Band Members. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. Yeah, but, it, I mean, you're right. There's not a lot of... Uh, like muscular, there's some that are like really lean because of drugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's not like a lot that are you know have muscle mass to them. Uh, it is seven eleven on the Mike Count the show. Let's check in with Galvin. We have today's news. And now news with Galvin on the Mike Calter show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. I have a story coming up about a shoe store. Do not try that in pelts, people. Oh, boy. Don't oh, freak no. out in pelts and start doing bad stuff. Go in there and have a good time. They are there to serve you. They're back open, all seven locations. They're going to make it safe for you. They can socially distance size your foot so they don't even have to come up and touch you or anything. They can tell what size your foot is and be able to help you out. Whatever you're looking for. Running shoes. You need shoes for the beach. You want some new shoes to go out. You got uh, uh, school starting back. Back up. Apparently, that's going to be happening, so uh-huh. get some shoes for the kids. Go into a Pelts location near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper, Galvin. Get 10% off. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday gave President Donald Trump a chance to beat back House Democrats' efforts to obtain his financial records, but ruled he is not immune from the Manhattan District Attorney's attempt to get his taxes. Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. Sounds like a Evil villain, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, once, I am Cyrus Vance Jr. and I've taken over your town. He wants a year's worth of Trump's tax returns as part of his probe into hush money payments to two women while White House Democrats sought financial records from Trump Organization accounting firm and two banks to determine if foreign governments, including Russia, hold sway over him. Uh, both matters will go back to lower courts to determine if Trump needs to turn over any documents, which will not likely be settled before Election Day. I would like I, – I don't really care about uh, tax records, but he did come out and say from the very beginning, he's like, we're doing that. You want them? We're going to give them to you. My accounts are preparing them. It's, he goes, when you're a business guy like I am, it, you can't just give them the file. you got to prepare them. And turn them and so he's been saying he was going to turn them over for four years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really care. I don't I – don't, I, I don't. I think if there was uh, a Russian bank, uh, you know, holding power over him, we'd have other ways of finding that out. But I just don't. I, I, you know, clearly he's hiding something now, mm-hmm. right? If he's not, or come on, say I just don't. It's none of your business. 
Or he just uh, puts up a video on Twitter of him in front of a Xerox machine and it's just going, and he's like, it's taking a long time. Still working. No, no, I don't don't particularly care. I don't care. I want to know what's happening now and what a president could do for the country. I don't care about the records before. Another question, is hush money illegal? Is hush money illegal? Yeah, like if I say, say I decided I wanted to run for president, uh huh, and I went to you guys and I said, hey, you know, I'm going to give each of you fifty thousand dollars. I just prefer you don't say anything bad about me and in the press. We work together, you know, a lot of secrets and stuff. Here's fifty grand each. Maybe that'll help you change. You know, and I, I, I mean, why would that be illegal? I, you weren't well, going to do anything. You weren't bringing any charges against me or anything. I just came to you first and said, just let's be cool. You could probably do like a non-disclosure and then put some money on top of that. But it, I think if you right. just give money, then I think that's like technically bribing people. I don't know if it's necessarily illegal. But, but I mean, that's not a upon. that's not a bribe. That's I'm not a, I'm not getting favorite. Okay, I'm not getting so, favored in something. I'm not. It's not between two people, and you're picking me because I bribed you. I'm saying to you. I would prefer you guys not have anything bad to say about me. You know a lot about my personal life. Here's $50,000 with the hopes that you would keep your mouth shut. Right. So here's the thing, though. An agreement to say a thing didn't happen that did, even in court testimony. Well, that's uh, a lie. Right. That agreement can be a criminal act in itself, uh, uh, obstruction of justice or whatever. But if you're just saying, hey, just don't say anything bad about me and you get, you know, 50 grand. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right, be- I, I, I'm going to run for office, and okay. <laughs> you know that, uh, you know, I, I've never did anything to you, but you know when I'm drunk, I like to go out and maybe get a little fr- fr- fruity with the girls, you know? Fruity? And, uh, fruity? I don't know. What? I don't know what words. Put it right in their anymore. apple. Yeah, I'm making up words now. <laughs> yeah. I like to get a little fruity with the ladies, Carmen, <laughs> and I'd, uh, I'd prefer you just keep that between you and I, and, uh, you know, Here's fifty grand, hoping that you would do that. Like I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't do anything. I didn't ask you to hide money from me. Or here's my money that I'm giving you. Thank you for your uh, hushness. Well, thank you for um, you know indulging me in my wish. That's that's what it. I mean, like, is that illegal? I mean, there's no there's no like if I had sex with a porn star and I said to her, Hey, I'm about to run for president. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. Just keep your mouth shut. And, you know, she says, okay, I'll take your $100,000, and then we got a deal. But I didn't, I you, I, there's of, no crime there. I know a lot of women, there's like upwards of like 20 women who have accused Trump of sexual misconduct. That's different. So then, so then if you go into his bank account and you find out that he's over, you know, the last 20 years, he's paid off 40 women to not, to have non-disclosure agreements, that kind of leads, you know, you to believe that maybe there is something oh, there. Okay, but still, you'd have to do an investigation and all that, right. and, and you have to also. If I'm a woman who has been sexually assaulted by somebody, but I'm willing to take fifty grand on the side, how serious am I about about it? You know yeah, what I, mean? I think yeah. if you, I think if you were to give uh, Carmen money and said, "Hey, keep your mouth shut." Uh, that would be fine, but I think if you gave Carmen money and said... I think Carmen's also a bad example because when you say the woman, it sounds like I had some sort of affair no, with No, I Carmen. know, but I'm saying if you gave her 50 grand and said, hey, keep your mouth shut, that I think it would be okay. If you give her 50 grand and say, deny anything... Right, that's, then, I'm asking you to lie. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I just, uh, I'm saying, I, like, I, that's what I'm curious about. So if there, if, if it turns out that he paid Stormy Daniels and some other people to just keep quiet about their affair, is that illegal? Hmm. Oh, I need Not an sure. answer. I need, yeah. I need you to find that out. For uh, <laughs> Bruce online, too, thinks he knows something. Do you want to uh, talk to him? Sure, you know, usually a guy named Bruce will know some things. Yeah, What's up? Bruce Williams is. That's right. All right. Good morning. It's not that he made uh, hush money used uh, hush money, you know, to quiet somebody up. The issue was where the money came from, and the accusation was that it came from campaign finances, right. which is typically donations. That's the crime. If it was his own personal money, there's no crime. Right. That was the the Michael Cohen situation, and they're saying that it came from his campaign donations, which they aren't able to find out. Now, you should be able to have access to uh, campaign tax information immediately. Like, that stuff should be available during the campaign. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, I mean, I believe it has to be, isn't it? All that stuff has got Disclosed, to be Disclosed, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, uh, Bruce. Yeah. Uh, Roger, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. <laughs> Hey, good morning. You laughed a few minutes ago. I could picture you in politics, but you're uh, you're way too honest. 
Oh, I, yeah, it's going to be very hard for them to dig anything out of my uh, closet or any skeletons because they're going to be like, oh, we found out he did this. And be like, yeah, he talked about it for three days on the yeah. radio. He's <laughs> always saying he was going to murder his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Roger. I thought he was done there. No, thank you, Roger. I'm uh, preparing my campaign now. All right, Calvin. What do we? Have? What else do we have in news? Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis is getting a lot of flack for a comment he made yesterday about reopening public schools. DeSantis compared reopening public schools to allowing consumers to shop at essential retailers like Home Depot or Walmart. Here is uh, what the governor said, and I believe we have it on Bone TV as well. Listen to this. You know, we spent uh, months saying that there were certain things that were essential. That included fast food restaurants. It included Walmart. It included Home Depot. Uh, fast food and Walmart and Home Depot, and look, I do all that, so I'm not, I'm not like looking down on it. But if all that is essential, then educating our kids is absolutely essential. And they have been put to the back of the line in some respects. Florida's done a better job with distance learning, I think, than any other state. But I'll tell you, there's a gap here. There's big gaps around the country, um, and we need to put them, uh, give them the opportunity to go in person. Uh, so the big thing about it is, yeah, we get it that those are open and stuff, but you're also not spending eight hours in Home Depot. Yeah, you know, uh, you know. I'll, uh, let's stop for a second. And look at Governor DeSantis has been eating fast food. He got so fat. <laughs> yeah. He got quarantine fat over the last couple of months. I mean, it's ridiculous. He in the beginning we used to be like, oh, look at our handsome governor. And now I'm like, look at that fat-headed monster. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, he he used to be attractive, and now he's not. He fatted his way out of attractiveness. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with him uh, that schools need to start again. I don't know. I'm not a teacher, so I don't know how I would feel about that if I was a teacher. But I I think my kids. Or going back to school, we talked about it, and I think that that is essential. And, yeah, I, but know. I think everyone's point was uh, Home Depot and Walmart, you're going in for 10 minutes. You're not sitting in there for eight hours every day, you know, Monday through Friday. Yeah, uh, I know, and but you're also, I would imagine that they're probably going to have some sort of protocol to let those kids in. They're probably going to have to have uh, tests done. They're probably yeah. going to have to do temperatures, and, you know, it's going to be a little bit tricky, but... I, I think it's time thing, for Gaggio. The, the crazy thing to me is that, you know, they shut down all the schools back with, towards the end of the year, but nothing has changed, really. The only thing that's happened is more people have been infected by coronavirus. Nothing has changed, but they were so adamant. We got to shut the schools down immediately. Well, and go I, I think that they were, topping, they were trying to stop the spread. Yeah. And they didn't know what was happening in the beginning. I think there was a lot of unknowns. And now they have a little bit more of a handle on things. Plus, I think that they're probably secretly a little bit closer to a vaccine that will help slow things down. So, you know, there's probably information that they know that is making it a little bit smarter for them to, to open up. I know. DeSantis lost me when he had the showboating thing in front of Penn's. Yeah. When he was like bragging about it. Like, I really thought he was kind of doing a good job up until that point because he was clearly trying to placate to Trump and Pence and, and show him. It just, he lost me there. And now it just, his attitude towards this kind of rubs me the wrong way because it's like schools open or else. They don't yeah, really he comes say off. how they plan for it, but it's like it's happening no matter what because we have to it, it just comes off as very political. But and they're giving really everybody options, out. you know what I mean? You could stay home, you could yeah. do your uh, thing online if you want to. I mean, like I I have a 7-year-old and I think that it would be fine for her to stay home and do homeschooling there. I don't really think anything's going to pick up for her until she's like in 6th grade. But I'm not doing it. I don't I'm not we yeah. don't have what it takes to teach that kid properly and uh, I, I think that she'll be fine in school if she gets it. I, she's young. I think it's less of a chance that something bad will happen, and, you know, let's do this. There are online courses. Like, there are online schools that teach, like, K through 12 that have been doing it way before the pandemic. I, You know, that may be an option. I wonder how many people are going to opt to do that, either homeschool or do right. online classes as opposed to going in to the classroom. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, there are plenty of kids and uh, that we know that are homeschooled now. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, 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 my kids are going, and I, I think at this point, one one kid already had it for sure. Uh, my daughter, we thought, was the first one to have it. So um, hopefully, that'll prevent them from from getting anything bad. And I guess we'll we're all going to find out the hard way. Well, you're not going to. I mean, good, Jeff. So I was going to say, as of now, my kids are also going. But I'm, like, wondering what's going to happen because a lot of teachers are older. So what happens when you got a whole, you know, first grade, all the first grade teachers all get 
the virus, and now they're out for 14 days. It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, but well, I mean, didn't I'm the uh, teachers got the option too, didn't they? Um, to what they I'm wanted to sure. do. Yeah, uh, I think based on what when the when our people are opting in, whether they want to do homeschooling or whether they're going to send their kids back to school, I think the counties are waiting to get those numbers back so then they can find out how many teachers they're going to need to do the online schooling versus the you know right. brick and mortar school i gotta tell you this is a perfect opportunity for a teacher who does not want to go into the school and teach to set up a thing you know whether you put it on craigslist or where you put it say hey i'm accepting 20 students to do whatever zoom classes and teaching and here's my curriculum and uh, although i don't know whether that necessarily yeah, it does. Galvin, you can you can say, "Hey, I'm going to homeschool my kid," and you can go to the state, and they give you the homeschool oh, kid, okay, yeah. and then you test your kid, and you pat. I mean, you can graduate your kid from uh, eighth grade with perfect A's if you want. There's no real checking on right, that, right? But for instance, you know, people like you, like you said, you know, not only do you not necessarily have the time for it, but you also don't have the resources. Like you're you're not a teacher, you don't know. Right. Yeah. So if somebody who has, you know, I have ten years, fifteen years teaching experience, I will teach your kid i will go through this curriculum and they will be able to graduate and they'll be able to stay home and i'm only going to have 20 kids in the class online you know that may be a opportunity for them to make some money because that i would imagine 20 kids uh you know for the year or whatever i don't know what you would charge and stuff but it may be a teacher's salary you know, hey, maybe teachers will finally get the money that they deserve now because yeah, they'll be in such really? high demand. No, yeah. I, yeah. I say it all the time. Teachers are the most underpaid, underappreciated occupation out there. And, uh, you know, there there are going to be now there's going to be plenty of them that sit back and go, well, we're not going. It's not worth it's not worth the 40 grand that you're paying us. We can go get a job. Uh, be a PDQ manager and make the same yeah. amount of money, you know. Uh, I, I, I think that this may be a, a little bit of a boost for them in the end. Uh, the number of deaths from COVID-19 skyrocketed in Florida on Thursday with a record-setting 120 fatalities reported. That's according to the Florida Department of Health. The soaring death count came on a day when Florida passed a grim milestone, surpassing 4,000 deaths, including non-residents, since the pandemic began sweeping the state in March. The death toll of the state now stands at 4,111. The rising death toll comes as the number of confirmed coronavirus cases continues to climb and as more hospitals announce that they are canceling elective surgeries and taking other measures to make sure enough beds are available to treat COVID-19 patients. Yeah, well, I think they jumped the gun where everybody was like, ah, we're good, Florida, yeah. and then they went, out. Oh, wait. Phase two, it. let's party. Boo, 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 boo. What's nope. weird is... Uh, Every time you have a doctor, you need to go to the doctor now. You can't. Right. Because they're afraid. So, yeah. And they send you all, you go to the emergency room. I'm like, I'm not going to the emergency room for a headache. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. that's, what the, that's what they're sending. And then you go to the emergency room, and, and they'll send you away there, too. That's a scary time well, right now. A, a lot of the doctors, they're doing the online. Or, yeah. You know, they're doing, like, the e-visits and stuff like that. So they'll try to check you out over a Zoom call like this. And if they can diagnose it, you know, they'll send in a prescription for you. But I... I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, I even, want someone to actually physically to check me out. And I don't want to go. Like, being sent to the emergency room is even scary because, I mean, that's like going into the belly of the beast where yeah. everybody's sick and then you're really putting yourself in harm's They're, they're pretty there. good. I had to take uh, Pete to the emergency room. They wouldn't even let me inside. And then they check you out outside, and then they send you in through, like, a metal detector. Really? Yeah, it's harder to get in than it is to get out. I'll tell you what's great, though, are those online doctors where it has the app where you can just go on your phone and talk to them. Those are really good. And it's pretty simple. And they they send your if you need any medication, they take care of it and send it to whatever your preferred pharmacy is and everything. And it's pretty simple to use. That's how I've been getting my erectile dysfunction medication. Yeah, no <laughs> embarrassing office visits. No, but the, uh, I'm but kidding. I know that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of therapists that do that. But now you know yeah. medical doctors where you can say, hey doc, take a look at this. <laughs> you know, yeah. And really, you can get it all done right there on the uh, on the phone. You don't have to leave your house. It makes it pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, see, St. Pete PD has created a new community assistant liaison team to respond to uh, different calls. The city will have this team instead of paying nearly $4 million to pay for new officers. St. Petersburg Police Chief Anthony Holloway said that the money will uh, money for the community assistant liaison team, or CAL team, uh, will come from the funds the city originally had set aside to match federal money meant to help hire 25 new officers. Now, I have, and I believe I believe Joey has it up there as well. Is yeah. the uh, the uh, 
tweet and it shows what uh, they're going to do. Oh, good. That's what I was going to ask. So this is pretty interesting. Instead of having police officers respond to these things, they'll have a Cal team member to respond. Disorderly intoxication. Drug overdose. Now, let's start in the beginning. Disorderly intoxication, like one person who is uh, outside on Central Avenue making a lot of noise. Right. Yeah. Or, so now, who is, what is the training for this person? That I don't know. That I'm not sure, but they are going to go through training. They, uh, you know, won't, I guess they're not actually police officers. Mm-hmm. They're community assistant liaisons. Do they have weapons? Uh, I don't believe they have weapons. Yeah, no way. So now it's just an average citizen dealing with a drunken buffoon. But I don't know if it's an average citizen because I don't know what kind of training course they're going to go through. Okay. All right. Uh, So they have disorderly intoxication, drug overdose. Fine. Intoxicated person, which is kind of the same thing there. Mm -hmm. Mental health crisis. Okay. Which right away you should be sending more uh, counselor than police officer. They're prepared to handle that. But go ahead. Suicide crisis, mental health transport, disorderly juvenile or truancy. Uh, disorderly juvenile at elementary schools, panhandling, homeless complaints, and neighborhood disputes. So right away, I'm not angry with that because it seems like they could leave the cops to do cop work. Right. Right. And here's the thing that's very interesting. I watched this documentary. It was called Crisis Cops, Joe and Ernie or something like that. I don't know who it was. (laughs) It's Bert and Ernie. (laughs) But they were both both police officers who uh, years ago got into more of a crisis type thing where they learned all the stuff and they kind of figured out the different things. And they said, we understand we're police officers that police officers go to a situation and they don't want to admit it, but they're scared. Yeah. They're scared if somebody has a gun to their head, uh, their own head, you know what I mean? If they're going to commit suicide in these different situations, he goes, so you have to go in different than somebody just robbed a bank and shot three people. It's a different situation when somebody has a mental health crisis, where, and, and they show and them. what does the average police officer know about dealing with somebody right. with a mental health issue? And they show these guys go into a courtroom where this guy was being loud and belligerent, and there was a, you know people around there that were like not moving because they didn't know if they moved, whether he was going to do stuff. So the guy goes, he goes, what's going on? And he said, ah, oh, he's yelling and stuff, and he goes, all right. I need you to calm down a little bit because you're scaring these other people. Do you mind if they leave? And he's like, no. And he goes, listen, I- I'm not doing anything. My name's so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Gave him a fist bump, you know, to try and call it. He goes, we're not going to put you in cuffs. We're not going to do anything like that. He goes, have you done drugs? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, what kind of drugs? And the guy goes, I do all kinds of drugs. And the guy laughed. And he goes, all right, thanks for being honest. You know, and he goes, can we help you out? Can we get you some assistance and this and that? And the guy Went and I'm sure that not uh, not all of them go like that, but it went a lot smoother than if they came in with guns drawn and said, "Get on the ground," you know, yeah, doing all yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, but you know, that's a that's a case. They're case by case. They're gonna sure. be different. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're gonna walk in there and you're gonna get the guy who eats the other guy's face. Right. You're gonna want cops to go in there and get. Yeah, that guy. you're also possibly gonna have one of these community assistant liaisons go in and stab, 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 and then you go, "Oh, this wasn't a great program." Right. So it. it it has its benefits. It seems like it, it could be a good thing, but it all depends on their training and how it goes. And, you know, it's going to be a, based on a situation, you know. And who gets these jobs? I don't know. Is like the, are these jobs now available for people who have, like, can my wife do this job? Possibly. She's a counselor? I yeah. would imagine that she would probably go up to the top of the list having a master's degree in doing uh, counseling and doing that type of stuff. I would imagine that that definitely would benefit her going what? into that position. Yo, lady, like- time to work. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, police officers already have a hard enough time trying to control situations. So if you have someone that doesn't have the authority as such as a police officer. Like, oh, they're going to have well, authority. Yeah, they're going to have authority. We just don't know how much and what exactly it is. But I think the big thing in this is that the police really don't have uh, a lot of training as far as mental health crisis and that type of stuff. They, okay. they just don't. You know, the, yeah. In fact, in that documentary, they said... During the police academy, you spend 
however many hours at the range shooting your gun, you know, whatever. Say, let's say it's, uh, you know, 100 hours, and he goes, and then you have a three-hour class on mental health issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. there's, that, there's that big difference where you're going in, drawing your gun, doing that type of stuff. And I think it's more about de-escalation than coming in, you know, guns blazing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, like Mike said, they may eat somebody's face. <laughs> but I, I think that they're trying to do something, and we'll see whether that happens or not. Uh, The Washington Redskins announced last week that they will undergo an extensive review to possibly change their name after the term Redskins has fallen under mounting criticism for uh, carrying racist undertones. The name change discussion, of course, began early in the 90s and uh, recently picked up steam. Uh, And uh, they said that uh, Senator Ben Nighthorse Campbell, who introduced a bill to block congressional approval for a proposed stadium for the Washington Redskins on federal land in northeast Washington, uh, unless the team changed its name, proposed switching the name to the Washington Warriors. It seems as if that name is picking up some steam with the organization because uh, the name Warriors team owner Dan Snyder, who has uh, clearly been opposed to changing the name, has demonstrated his likeness for the Warriors name, planning to call the Arena Football League team that he purchased expansion rights for back in 99 the Washington Warriors. Uh, Snyder even applied for the trademark registration, Washington Warriors, which has since been abandoned. And uh, Joey has a uh, picture up there on Bone TV of what it would look like, that logo. Not necessarily. Was that the Arena League logo? I I don't know if that's the Arena League logo or somebody kind of did a mock-up and stuff. I think that's a terrible logo. It looks like a penis. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that looks ridiculous. I also feel like there's hidden imagery in there. Could be. Like the shadows on the face, like there's, and it looks like there's an Indian arrow pointing down. Mm. Like oh, I yeah. feel like there's still a Redskin logo in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Washington Warriors, not a bad name. No, but yeah. nothing was better than the Washington Monuments. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I think that's good. I uh, heard, uh, the Red Wolves is also one of the names that seems to be. Dumb. Yeah, I hear a lot of red, a lot of red yeah. wolf, red this, red that. So I don't know if that's going to be a possibility. Well, maybe well, just try to keep it within, you know, red skin. So try to keep oh, it somewhat. Yeah. They just want to scratch off the skins and write yeah, something, something else. Yeah. Save some money on lettering. <laughs> yeah. What was St. John? St. John was a red man and they chained it to the red something. Uh, I don't remember. They did the same thing. They they made the change from red men to red war. Not warrior. I want to say warrior now. The but it was Washington some, red guys. Red storm. <laughs> red storm. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. I don't mind the warriors. But I mean, there's been a lot of uh, professional teams that have changed their name. You know, the Washington yeah. uh, Bullets became the Wizards. Right. The. Uh, uh, New Orleans Jazz became the Pelicans, yeah, and then so Utah funny. Jazz, you know. That's so funny. Think, I had a team called the Pelicans. Yeah. I just terrible. think the football, like football fans are a little bit more hyper-sensitive, maybe, to their teams. Like, they feel a little like, closer to them than basketball I, I like names fans. like Giants, Packers, Steelers, Jets. I, I like those kind of just... Names that really mean nothing. Well, yeah, you know I mean? Titans used, the Titans used to be the Oilers. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Titans, yeah. So Warriors, Titans, that fits. Yeah, and uh, you know, also you can always go animals because I mean, yeah. there's so many col- you know Colts and Bears and Ravens and Falcons Washington, and the Washington Wombats would be great. No. <laughs> I don't know if it has to be an alliteration, but oh. <laughs> you know, because it was the Washington Redskins. Could be I mean, how they do not go with murder hornets right now. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> nice. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond says it will close 200 stores in the next two years after sales fell 49 percent amid the coronavirus pandemic. The closings are slated to start later in 2020 and will span over the next two years. The company has 1,478 stores with 955 Bed Bath and Beyond shops, so they're going to be closing some stuff. So I would imagine. You can get some discount on Bubble Bath. Woo. Bed Bath & Beyond's got great stuff in there. I they mean, have everything. Yeah, they do have everything. But I, I drove past a Pier 1 yesterday. They're closed now, oh. too. Yeah. We're losing a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. 
Bed Bath & Beyond is one of those places where you literally can get everything you need for your house. You can get a coffee maker, a waffle machine, you can get bedding, you can yep. get baskets, you can get, you know, like what? anything you need and stuff that you see I, on TV, too. Yeah, as seen on TV. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. I get lost in that section, as seen on TV. But section. it's also really expensive. Like, if you go price it out compared to other stores, yeah. all their stuff is marked up. Like, right, really but what high. they do, though, is they do a lot, a lot, a lot of coupons. Yeah. They do yeah. a lot of coupons, your coupons. Sorry, I always say that wrong. Uh, but they do discount stuff and online and whatnot. So, uh, After repeatedly being told that she was required to wear a face mask inside a shoe outlet in Oklahoma, an incensed woman threw shoe boxes at a store employee and fled the business. <laughs> oh, man, don't try this in pouts, I'm telling oh, you. Man. According to the police report, Marlena Arbog, uh, 56 years old, faces misdemeanor simple assault charge in connection with yesterday morning incident at the uh, Oklahoma Strip Mall. Store workers told her that she uh, entered through the store without a face mask, though there was a sign on the front door clearly stating anyone shopping inside the store was required to wear a mask. After hitting the store employee with shoe boxes, uh, she <laughs> left the store and drove away in her Nissan Altima, but she failed to realize at the time of the assault, she had placed her wallet on the sales counter and oh. left it there. <laughs> oh, so Marlena's wallet, which contained her driver's license, was booked into the police property room. The employee signed an assault citation against her. Uh, she has not been arrested yet, though. I guess they're looking for her, but we do have video on Bone TV of the assault. Check this out. Here we go. Oh, you're freaking Joey out. Oh, there he goes. Show it again, Joe. You, you kind of started it all. Here we go. As she goes to go out the door, she whips a couple shoeboxes yeah. at the lady and goes out and the lady goes, that's assault, ma'am. And then she goes, here, get a license plate. I don't understand why you would do that. If you don't want to wear the mask and they tell you you need a mask, then leave the store. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have a statement from the employee that was working at the time who got hit with the shoeboxes. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went into a store without a mask yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, offender. Offender. What? Yeah, I, I was. And I didn't realize it until I was too late. I, oh. I went... I went to Dick's. I had to return something, uh-huh. and I went in and I got online. Ladies, I could help you over here, and I gave her the thing. And we were we were separated by plexiglass. And then while she's returning, and I thought, oh god, I don't have a mask. I forgot my mask. And nobody said anything. They were nice enough to let me uh, finish. I wouldn't. Have, but if, if she said to me, uh, "Hey, I'm sorry, but we need a mask," I would have been like, "Oh my god, you're right. I'm sorry." And I would have went and got one. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand why people have to be so. I mean, it's the rule now. Well, listen to this. A California security guard was charged with murder on Wednesday after prosecutors say he shot a 50-year-old man. uh, He shot a 50-year-old man at a supermarket because... He was not wearing a mask. Oh, the incident, that's extreme. Yeah, the incident occurred uh, in California on Sunday when the customer, Jerry Lewis, ah, uh, <laughs> reportedly entered the store without a mask and got into an argument with the guard, Umeyer Hawkins. Uh, masks are mandated in the state of California, and that's uh, uh, a rule that was put into effect by uh, Governor Gavin Newsom in mid-June as the state saw a resurgence of coronavirus. Uh, Lewis apparently left the store, returned, and continued fighting with Hawkins, who then fatally shot Lewis as he walked away. Christ. Uh, I think we have yeah. the mug shots of those uh, guy up there. Ooh. Ooh, you shot in the eye? Man. Yeah, something <laughs> happened. I don't, you know what, Spanish tensions are high because you have a lot of things going on now. You have a lot of people protesting. You got yeah. uh, the, you know, the virus and the things that go along with that to deal with. But really, I mean, I would say the average person is just like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? It's right. Just- I would, yeah, I would agree. It's the, it's, I don't know whether it's the media that's making it seem larger than life, but recently it just seems like everything that I'm seeing is people just freaking out for what seems to be no real good reason. I don't know why people are still, they showed the uh, protesters that are still protesting in downtown St. Pete, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I don't know what they're protesting now. I don't know. Black Lives Matter is the Breonna Taylor story. I guess no one has been arrested arrested for it. And so people are like, that is the main thing that people are really protesting. And but that's not here. It's not in Florida. I know. Yeah. But it's just, so, it's part of the Black Lives Matter movement. So they're just uh, continuing to show their support. Okay. 
Yeah, because I mean, right. they, the you know, Black Lives Matter thing has been all over the world, not just the yeah. United States, where you know they're being treated poorly. It's been all over the world. I, I mean, just want to talk to a lot of these people who are out there protesting and be like, "Tell me why you're here." Yeah, I think sure. There's going to be a lot of. Uh-huh. I would imagine there are a ton of people just like Occupy Wall Street that have no idea what's going on, really. That was my favorite. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, there are a lot of people who are out there for the right reasons and trying to do it. But, yeah, I got to tell you, once again, please listen to me. Anybody who's protesting anything, just stop trying to stop cars with your hand. Oh, <laughs> my God. Stop, stop it. It's oh, not your Did you see the video of that woman mowing through those people? Well, which one? Where it hit the two people? Or... Yes. Yeah, so that, to me, looked like it was a highway, and that person didn't know that there was going to be people on the highway. Oh, my God, And Galvin. went through and, like, tried to stop and turned and oh. perfectly turned to hit both the people with the side of their car, and they just went flying. And I think that one blonde lady died, right? I think both of them, I, I believe, if we're talking about the same story, it was yeah. two women that got hit, and I believe they died, and the female driver of that car is being charged with vehicular homicide. Which which I don't know. Maybe she sped through and said, I'm going to get these son of bitches, you know, whatever. Know. But to me, it looked like somebody who was driving on a highway. And, of course, you don't expect yeah. a group of people on the road of a highway. But yeah, I, I don't she know. She turned. She swerved she out of the way. She did turn to try to get, yeah. The, but the, I think almost her turning may have made it worse because yeah. you getting more mass of the car. You Oy. know what I mean? Oh, I, well, like, I can't wait till they recover the audio from inside the car. She's like, if I if I angle it, and I'm going to take three of them out. <laughs> but, like, why are they on the highway? Why do they have the highway blocked off? Because if you so- block off the highway, Carmen, that is going to make people uh, see what you're doing. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're doing it uh, safely in a field that nobody has to stop their car or anything like that, nobody cares. But if you block traffic and stop it, people are going to be like, what the hell's going on? Oh, okay, yeah. this is what's I, happening. I mean, I get that, but ha- they're blocking it with two cars. Like, maybe have some, like, lights or fire going to, like, make it a little bit more pronounced, but two cars just turn sideways on the highway. Sure, yeah. That's, yeah. that like, people that are driving fast or over the speed limit, that's just going to catch them off guard. That's not so- going to be... I have a way to defuse that now. I mean, I, if I'm in the Hummer and people are going to be standing in front of my car, I'm not going to run over them. I don't care who they are. I, I would feel awful, right? Hearing, hearing bones crunch. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to kill anybody that I'm not mad at. You know? Yeah. And just because I'm inconvenienced doesn't make me want to kill them. However, I do have the horn blaster PA system. <laughs> so if my horn doesn't work, I can. What I do on the PA system is I hook that up to my iPhone. And I just play sounds of screeching cars. Uh, and yeah. that'll freak them out. And when they move, then I go, boop, boop. Uh, I got it all worked out. Or just play, play like an M16. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or just uh, or pretend I'm the march leader. All right, guys, fall out. Yeah. <laughs> There's some injustice going on downtown. Let's go. Uh, for the first time, a female soldier has graduated from Army's Elite Special Forces course and will join one of the all-male Green Beret teams. Capping a years-long campaign to move women into the military's frontline combat jobs. Yep, go, take it. The unidentified woman is one of three female soldiers who has been going through the Army Special Forces qualification course at Fort Bragg. She graduated on Thursday and donned her Green Beret along with 400 other soldiers. Awesome. Ladies, all yours. G.I. Jane. Mm -hmm. Woo! Right? You can go. I'm not going to give you any fight on that. You want to be on the front line? I'll be in there in the back line. Uh, how upsetting is that going to be to a, a Muslim terrorist to get shot by a woman? Oh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gee, okay, so I, this is not me saying this. This is a bad person saying this. Oh. After she did all that, went through elite special forces and everything else, I ask, uh, I wonder if she was just wearing the green beret. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, it's a man's uh, world, Carmen. Uh, a Largo man, a Largo man, was arrested by Pinellas County deputies last week after he was seen on surveillance video walking around Burlington Coat Factory with his privates exposed. Ooh. Deputies say 37-year-old Derek Hard- Hardison uh, Hard. was yeah. uh, captured on surveillance video walking inside the Seminole Department Store pick up a bottle of lotion and walk around with his penis exposed. Good looking guy, by the way. Right. You know what? I was going to point that out to Carmen. Uh, You see the picture? Like, that guy's 
a normal, good-looking guy, but he's doing this, and this oh. is not good. According right. to detectives, uh, an 11-year-old child oh. witnessed Hardison walk through the toy section with his private parts showing. The child told the parent, who later notified law enforcement, good kid, telling right away. Uh, yeah. Investigators say Hardison left his uh, Nissan pickup, which they later used to locate and identify him as the suspect in the surveillance video. Hardison was arrested and charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition. Jeez. But, Carmen, you meet that guy at a bar. You're like, oh, all right, good-looking guy, 37 years old, you know, doesn't that? And then you're like, what do you do in your free time? (laughs) (laughs) You want to go to Walmart with me, Carmen? Yeah. (laughs) Grab that lotion real quick. Oh, my God. Uh, This is pretty interesting. The town of Tenino, Washington, has printed its own currency to help its uh, economy during the uh, pandemic. Anyone in the town who lost out on income recently gets $300 worth of the bills to spend at local businesses each month. And then the businesses turn that into City Hall and they get back U.S. dollars for it. Okay. How? But how? I would imagine it's some sort of grant, some sort of loan that they got or whatever they did, but they're, you know, helping their... uh, Citizens. I don't know. That whole loan, the loan part is really the part that scares me because obviously everybody here knows how a loan works. You don't, you're not just paying the loan back. You got to pay it back with interest. So if that place is already, you know, doing not well economically, that's a real big gamble for your city to, to hope that you'll be able to pay back that loan in the time that it's owed. Yeah, I don't know how they're getting the money or how they're, right. you know, changing it out and stuff. It's interesting, though, printing their own yeah. money and Have doing you seen that. The money? No, I have not. Looks pretty cool. It's it, it it's got Washington on it, and then it's got like um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like it has a, Washington, not George Washington. Yes, George Washington. Oh, okay. Okay. And then it says Tenino Washington above it, and it says twenty five dollars. It looks more like a voucher. Okay. But it's pretty cool looking. Like it's like I'm surprised our money is so plain. You know, like yeah. compared to other countries, colorful money. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and this, although it's green and kind of yellowish or brownish mm-hmm. uh, or off-whitish, I should say, it's still uh, more attractive looking than the average dollar. I don't like how the other countries, European countries, have different size money. Sizes, that really yeah, that, yeah. That, that's weird. That, oh, that especially with the, me off. with the coins. There's so many, like in yeah. Japan, there's so many coins. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to take my headset off for a second. I have to walk across the room and grab a jacket because it is so <laughs> goddamn cold in this room. Superheat and air has, actually, I don't even think I have to take it off. Superheat and air has made it so cold. In this room, oh my God! All right, yeah, I'm good. I reached it. Uh, one in five Americans reported being victims of porch pirates amid the coronavirus crisis, with 18 percent having had a package or delivery stolen since March. One out of five—that's crazy. Yeah. Fifty-four percent of consumers reported multiple package thefts in the past 12 months, and 33 percent knew someone who had a package stolen during that quarantine time. Uh, Americans lost an average of 106 dollars to porch piracy. With re, uh, uh, respondents reporting losses as high as four thousand eight hundred dollars from a single package, oh, that's sick. Uh, about thirty percent of the package theft victims uh, did not get all of their money back, and less of less than half of the victims said their thief was caught. But during the pandemic, Gen Xers and Millennials accounted for more than forty-two percent of package th- thefts, sixty-four uh, percent of incidents since last year. However, Americans seventy-five years and older lost the most money to porch piracy, an average of $210 in the past 12 months. I I don't think that I've ever lost anything to a porch pirate. Well, you don't know, though. You you said that they uh, delivered possibly to your neighbor, and your neighbor said, nope, we don't have it, but that may have been a porch pirate. Uh, That's true. Some stuff taken, like, a few times in a row. It was just little things like a DVD set, and then my neighbor had, like, a baby guard for a bed. For, like, a railing for, like, when kids move from a crib to a regular bed. And they took it, and then my neighbor found our packages in the little woods across the street. And they left the baby bed, but they took my DVD set. Oh, what year is it, DVD set? Yeah. Well, because I couldn't, like, I didn't have my uh, fire stick at the time. What DVDs Uh, were they? Yeah. I got the... Harry Potter. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Carmen, and, you know uh, what I'm using DVD for these days? What? My monitor that's on right now is not high enough. <laughs> so it's actually... It, well, I have, I have uh, a box. I have the uh, the box set of The Wire. 
and that is what my uh, awesome. my monitor is on right now. Fantastic show. No, fantastic gonna... uh, little shelf thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch my Harry Potter DVD set this weekend. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barbados just announced they'll be offering 12 month visas to anyone who wants to come to their country to work remotely. They're hoping to attract some workers who will help offset the economic losses they're suffering from the drop in tourism. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. They also think the 12-month time frame works better during the pandemic where international trips can require long quarantines both coming and going. Barbados only has uh, had 98 coronavirus cases and only seven deaths, so all things considered, could be a good place to ride it out. Uh, Plus, you'd be living on a Caribbean island. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I also don't know where Barbados is. Uh, Barbados is right next to Arbados. Carmen, you know, like it's got bar in the name. Yeah, uh, I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking I'll at go. pictures of it, and it's it's. I, I mean, I see where it is. It's it's. Um, I don't know. It doesn't look like no? right down in hurricane season. I don't know if I want to live there. Yeah, there's a reason Off why. Off the coast of Venezuela. There's a reason why nobody's living there, Spanish. Oh, it's right there near uh, Trinidad, right. Trinidad and Tobago. No, listen. So, like, I've heard horror stories from my roommate, obviously not Barbados, but she's uh, from the Bahamas and living on an island like that. It's very, well, I think it's considered monopolized. Like, there's only one. Sure. There's only one electric company, and she said yeah. it doesn't matter when or where, but when they feel like it, they will just shut down your power, and you'll go days or hours oh. without light and air conditioning, and they don't care. They just said, hey, we've run too hot. We can't supply it anymore. You're down. It's kind of like it, whenever you would go to the movie theater, and you would buy uh, you know, snacks and stuff, and they'd be like, all right, that's $85, and you'd be like, what? And they go, where else are you going to go? What do you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do, you do? You leave? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I I uh, would not. T- I'm not going to take Barbados up unless Sandals lets us live there. Oof. Yeah. If I could go out of the Sandals Resort, then I'll do. That would be uh, nice. Do you have to live there? I guess that's their whole thing. Oh, you'd stay there while you're for working. twelve months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a new study found that the average American has been drunk for 172 hours during the lockdown. I don't <laughs> think that's in a row, uh, or the equivalent of just over a week. South Dakota has been the drunkest state at 468 hours. Uh, yeah. Nevada, Nevada, surprisingly, is the least drunk at just 33 hours. Oh. Good thing they didn't check you guys at Whore Island. Oh, they threw the whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> like the first two weeks of quarantine, man, I was going hard. What? Are you really? Yeah. yeah. You were yeah, sick. A, no, the, before, like when we, like back in March, when they first like locked everything oh. down, like <laughs> I, so I did was drink. There was nothing to do. That's yeah. So funny. I, I feel that, Gio. I haven't had a drink since uh, January. I think I'm going to drink this weekend. I'm going to go. I'm going to get go hard in the paint because it's my birthday weekend. I haven't really drank. Oh, so. this weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. His birthday yeah. is what Monday, right? Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be able to I, tell Alex Winder and Liberty Devito that it's my birthday. Uh, hey, Gio, <laughs> you ever just go outside? <laughs> <laughs> That's where he drinks out back. Oh, okay. yeah. I actually drink outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the official Popeyes Twitter account posted a tweet that just said. Pizza. <laughs> uh, and people what? thought that they were adding pizza to their menu, but it turns out it was just a marketing gimmick for a promo where you can get a free delivery if you order a Popeye's family meal. And they did a video where the Popeye's employee tails a delivery driver and tries to convince people to trade their pizza for Popeye's yep. chicken. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's funny. <laughs> kind of Tom Green thing. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is rolling out a new fall flavor of Bush Light. It is Bush Light Apple. It starts hitting stores now in the uh, traditional Bush Light 30 packs. Uh, so uh, I don't think. Like a cider. I, yeah. I guess that's probably what it will be like. It doesn't say what the taste is, but uh, I'm assuming you, Bush Light Apple would have be kind of a cider. Have you guys seen uh, uh, the bushel packs? It's like a 56 case, and it's in the <laughs> shape of a octagon kind of oh it's, they're pretty cool nice that's not cool uh today is a national day does anyone want to take a guess today is a national day i will tell you it is a drink <gasps> Ooh. national hot toddy day no coffee no wine uh-uh alcohol tequila i'll, I'll give you this think, think bloody mary think frozen <gasps> margarita. margarita no oh. daiquiri mudslide nope, nope. 
Slurpee. Miami Vice. Slurpee. Come on, one of you guys got to get this. It is rum, pineapple, ice cream mix. Colada. Today is National Pina Colada Day. Ooh. They are delicious. See, now, my mother told me today was National Kit Kat Day. No. Uh, okay. I don't know about that. It might be, but it's also National <laughs> Kitten Day. Oh. Did she say that or no? She said no. Kit Kat? Uh, yeah, she said Kit Kat. Huh. I'll put a Kit Kat in my Pina Colada while I'm petting <laughs> kitty. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to put a Kit Kat in your kitty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> uh, <laughs> National Kit Kat Day. Let's see. Uh, National Kit Kat Day. <coughs> oh, the vendor. Uh, we're celebrating. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, this looks like it says that. Uh, oh, no. It's National Milk Chocolate Day on July 28th. Oh. Kit Kat had put a uh, thing on for that. But, yeah, there's a few different national days. So. Put a kitten in your pina colada and have a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Uh, so we were talking about NBA players, you know, how they have to live in the bubble and they're getting these uh, little crappy meals and stuff. Pump your brakes. Let's not feel so bad for these guys, okay? They're also getting after-hours access to certain attractions like uh, Expedition Everest, the Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Test Track, Epcot, Rides like Space Mountain, the Haunted Mansion, and Pirates of the Caribbean are apparently not on the list. But the players will also have access to three golf courses, fishing trips at Grand Marina, and bowling, plus pool tables, ping pong, video games, swimming pools, tennis courts, and bikes. And each team hotel will have their own private barber, braiders, manicurist, and pedicurist. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I I think the bubble is a lot better than we thought it was. We thought it was just like, get in there, eat some stupid salad. (laughs) (laughs) But it turns out it's a lot better. Uh, Everybody watching Netflix, of course, a lot of uh, Netflix and chill during the uh, coronavirus. But did Netflix just cancel your favorite show? Oh, no. Business Insider put together a list of 21 critically acclaimed shows that got the axe. I have 10 of them here. Guess what? Canceled after four seasons. Ozark. Oh, really? Yeah, Ozark's yeah. done, so... I mean, how much more can they do? Oh, True. Jason Bateman saves the world problems in the last second. Everybody well, else dies except for him. Well, the last season was season three, right? So they still have another yeah. season to come right. out, and then it's done. Perfect. Which, which is fine. Yeah, the four seasons is good. Uh, Marvel's Luke Cage. I don't know if anybody's watching that. That is canceled after two seasons. I, yeah, who I is Luke that. Cage? Luke Cage is the... I mean, I know who the superhero is, but who's playing him? Um, hold on, I'll tell you one second... He's been in some other stuff too, but he really got popular with the Luke Cage thing. How is that? You watched? I it liked all? it. Yeah, I watched both seasons of it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I used to read the comic book, but I didn't even know there was a Mike show. Coulter. Yeah, Mike because Col- Spanish is Mike Coulter. Uh, Coulter. Oh, Mike Coulter. Uh, Santa. I watched a couple episodes. It wasn't very good. No. I like. I thought that and Jessica Jones was pretty decent. Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was, was good. Right. And the guy was in. He was in that show and spinned off into Luke yeah. Cage. It wasn't as good. Uh, There's the very first episode of Luke Cage. He has a sex scene with another woman, and it was a super hot sex scene. So I was in after that. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet is canceled after three seasons. That was actually a decent show. That was, was? Josh. Yeah, Josh Demel and uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. It was a pretty interesting show. But yeah, I think after three seasons is good. You know, you don't really need to go anywhere else. Uh, Dead to Me, which has, uh, yeah, um, what's her name? Christina Applegate. Uh, is oh, that's what she hit the person with her car? After three seasons. Yeah. that Another one, though. That's good. Three seasons. Yeah. Right. I watched the uh, first season was pretty good. Second season started going downhill. Yeah. Uh, the Comiskey Method, which has uh, Michael Awful. Douglas. Yeah. Awful. And I love what's his name, but it was just, it's just not even an entertaining show. Uh, Glow. Canceled after four seasons. That was a good show. I yeah, thought that was pretty enough. good. Four seasons. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Dear white people. Uh, I've not Racist. watched. Not watched that. <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is oh. a fantastic show. Uh, canceled after four seasons. Oh. American. Oh, but that was good. another one. It was a great show, but also get out after four. Nah, that could have kept going. Yeah, that could have kept going because uh, you don't really need any uh, timeline with that. Right. You know what I mean? You could just have show, well, show, it's show. Time bending show. So the, yeah, it is. Kimmy Schmidt. No, 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 no. One, they had one episode where you could choose like your adventure. Did you do that? 
Yeah. yeah, and you would pick what they would ask you what you want to do, and then you'd pick it, then it would go to the next scene. Mike, are you that thinking of something cool. else? Uh, maybe isn't yeah. Kimmy Schmidt the one where she uh, is she uh, trapped in the thing in the in that guy's basement? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's how it starts, and then she's out. She had right, been trapped right, well, in there. I'm, I'm just saying, but she missed all that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know whether there was some other show that was a time oh, travel no, no, show. No, that, no, no, no. There uh, is another time travel show on Netflix. It's called Dark. It's a German show that they just redubbed over in English, and it is a very trippy show. Yeah. Nope. Pass. No. Yeah. I, I wanted to stop you when you said German. German. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Uh, American Vandal canceled after two seasons. That was really good. I thought that was going to be stupid as all get out, and it was really good. What is that I about? First, American I Vandal. First season, I didn't see the second season. They do like a docu-series about a guy who's drawing penises in the oh, high school. Oh, that's yes. right. But they do a really good job of it, almost like a making a murderer type okay, thing. Okay, okay. And it's I, all fake. You know, it's it's actors and stuff. <laughs> yes. But it was really good. I thought it was going to be is so dumb. But it wound up being really it good. It was dumb, but it was good dumb. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 canceled after two, two seasons, which that's like the ninth reboot of that. So. Oh, boy. Uh, some sad news that uh, Naya Rivera is presumed dead. We talked about her, the Glee actress. Authorities are just looking for her body at this point. Uh, meanwhile, a former park and rec manager said that lake where she apparently died is known for drownings. Oh, no. You do not so- want to be in a lake that's known for drownings. <laughs> yeah. What touched my leg? <laughs> I watched a barstool sports thing about it, and I guess, like, the so they're saying, like, the show's kind of cursed because, so she's the third... Uh, yeah, Gio said that the other day sh- yeah. on the show. But then there's three. But then there was three crew members that also passed away. Yeah, like, really? Or, or committed suicide. One committed suicide. Who was like Julia Roberts' niece or nephew or something? Mm, he was boy. like a production assistant, and he hung himself. Oh. Another person died, and then another actor's boyfriend was found dead in a hotel room with no explanation for his death. And he was young. He was in his thirties. He was watching Glee. <laughs> it's a great show. It really is. I like Glee. Remember that? I used to get grief all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I, I never watch it. I never, never saw. Uh, there guys, were so many hot girls on that show, including yeah. that poor girl who died. Yeah. I have some new music for you. Oh, <gasps> my God. Yep. This is an artist that you're familiar with. She's very famous. It is a female. She is uh, known for singing. That's why... She's doing this. It's not like it's a you know somebody else. It's not a soccer player that's singing or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, they have a new uh, album coming out on uh, August fourteenth, but this is the title track from their new album that dropped today. I'll play it for you. Guess it when you know it. New music on the Mike Kelta show. Here we go. <laughs> Here's, Gwen, Gwen Stefani? Here's the funny thing about it. It sounds like the backup singers are so much more in the front that you can't even hear this person because yeah. it doesn't sound like them at all. But that is new music from Katy Perry. Oh, wow. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah, uh, it's a new album called Smile where she wears a clown nose on the cover. <laughs> with her short hair, uh, that comes out August 14th. Boo, who cares? Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Mike. Did you see Eddie Vedder doing his thing for the uh, ALS challenge? Uh, No, I have not. This is pretty impressive. Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam hits a baseball thrown from a speeding boat while he's surfing and doesn't even fall off the surfboard or anything. It's a trick shot challenge for Calgary Flames assistant general manager uh, Chris Snowe, who is battling ALS. And he surfed behind the boat, bat in hand, and then somebody pitched uh, the ball off the boat, and then he hits it while he's on the surfboard. Uh, the audio is not great because, obviously, it's just the motorboat that you hear, but I do have video that Joey has up on Bone TV. Check this out, Eddie Vedder. Here we go. That's it. Oh, he did it. Yeah, it doesn't even fall off. Oh, uh, that's funny. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. it is. That, that takes a lot of balance. Strength. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, it's hard to throw the ball backwards, too, into that wind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, well, there you go. I'm sure he cured AOS now. He uh, sang a song about it. He said, baseball, <laughs> while I'm surfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an interview that airs tonight on Fox, Charlie Daniels shares a story back from uh, 1958. Obviously, this was recorded before his death. Uh, before he was a full-time musician, he was working uh, with a man who uh, worked with him, who he said knew 10 times more than him, was about to lose his job. Uh, and was being laid off because he was black. Charlie saw the injustice and said he quit instead, and that man got to keep his job. Well, that was nice. Of Very him. nice, Charlie oh, yeah. Daniels. Yeah. So, Car- Carmen, don't call him a racist like you did last time. <laughs> you did a little bit. Yeah, you were like, if you listen I to said, the songs. Mm-hmm. I said he had a suspect song mm-hmm. that was about hanging, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, in sh- TV shows that I'll never watch and sound like they'll be awful, Ozzy, Sharon, and Jack Osborne are doing a paranormal show for the Travel Channel called The Osbournes Want to Believe. He's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I watched... Uh, He's going to fart. I feel, I feel warm over here. There was some show last night I was on, and it was celebrities watching Jaws. Mm-hmm. Anybody see that? No. No. They were. It was different celebrities watching and commenting on Jaws, and uh, the Osbournes were one of them. And boy, Ozzy looks like oh, my yeah. father-in-law now. He looks uh, like the oldest man in the world. It's funny because you see those guys where they're old rockers and did a bunch of drugs and stuff. And of course, he came out and said that he has Parkinson's. But it's where uh, just one year, all of a sudden, they age like ten years, and you go, yeah. "Ooh, what happened?" Wouldn't it be great if they have a press conference and they're like, "Ozzy, yes, he has a rare." Parkinson's disease where it's progressing faster than we had ever imagined. Mm. And they say the reason is because there was an ant stuck in his nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Cutting off a nerve. Oh. And that's, yeah. But they're super cocaine ants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, news, if you want to keep working from home after the pandemic is over, you are not alone. Uh, here is a list of the best things, according to a survey of 2,000 people about working from home the last few months. Uh, they say a more flexible schedule because obviously you're at home. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can do whatever you want type of thing. More quality time with your family. Probably you don't have to commute, you know, back and forth to work. Yeah. Uh, they say you're more productive working from home. A lot of people say that they're more productive. Uh, no commute is another one. You don't have to dress up for work, which is nice. That's nice, yeah. Yep. Uh, working from home is more comfortable. You don't have to go in and sit in broken chairs like we do here. I know Mike's about to fall asleep. <laughs> no. I'm watching TV. Uh, it saves. Uh, thanks for paying attention. It saves uh, money. Uh, it improves your communication skills. You feel more motivated to work when you're at home, and fewer distractions. That I think is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, definitely more distractions. I'm watching Fox News with the sound off because they have uh, the woman who's on in the morning is not there, and they have this woman that they have fill in. Does it look like I'm doing the news from a lady's head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This woman who often sits in on panels. She's an attorney. I want to say from Miami. She is uh, gorgeous. She's a, a, a ten and a half. Like she's so pretty, and she's so intelligent. But when she speaks, she t- sounds just like that beauty queen. That's like, uh, and such as uh-huh. remember that. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. she doesn't yeah. use the wrong words or anything. But she speaks in the exact same cadence, and you expect her to say something so dumb. But she's so intelligent. But just the way she talks sounds dumb. <laughs> and I'm amazed by her. But I, I remember when she was just a panelist for a while, and now she's guest hosting all the time. I mean, when you have somebody that's that smart and that pretty, you want to put them on TV as much as you can. But I, I'm dying to hear her during the commercial break here because I remember her just sounding – her cadence makes her sound dumb when she talks. Uh, did you guys all watch the video that I sent you the other day of the girl commenting on oh, people's yeah. fish? <laughs> it was oh, it was so good. It was great. I, I, I love that girl. I love her so much. That she's is a, the funniest thing in the world. She's man. looking at dating app pictures and commenting on the guys. You know how I always say people with fish hate me in their profile pictures? Yeah. And she's commenting on all their fish, and it's hilarious. Uh, I have it here if you want to just listen real quick. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. funny to me. This is one of the better By the way, she does some weird thing with her voice yeah. where it has a... No. It so sounds all weird, but anyways. Fish that I've seen, it's long, it's shiny, it's translucent, it looks like a precious gem. I really like your fish. This one upset me. I don't think it was the flowering picture of you or of your fish. Um, I wish you would have chosen a different angle. 
I hate this fish. It's the worst fish I've ever seen. Um, I, I hate, I hate your fish so much. Too small of a fish. You got two fish, so that's pretty cool. I wish you didn't look like that. So scared, but good job for two fish. This one confuses me because the body of water where you got the fish is not visible. Um, so I'm mostly just confused, but it is a nice fish. I like this fish a lot. Very long, very slender. Um, I wish you'd put it back. This one isn't a fish, but it's a turtle. Um, I really like your turtle better than most of the fish. <laughs> I love when she says, I hate your fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb, but it made me laugh. I was I watched that probably ten times yesterday. And one of them was like a big, ugly catfish. Yeah. Like, I hate that fish. I hate your fish. <laughs> so far. Uh, that is it for news. All righty. Let us take a break. It is the Mike Caldas Show, 727-579-1025. Or 800-771-1025 if you want to join the show. A reminder, we have moved the punch-out to April of 2021, April 17th, Robards Arena. In an effort to bring you the best possible show with the safest environment, we felt it was better to push it and move it back to April of next year. It is happening. Yes. Not canceled. We are still going full force. And uh, I'm, I'm finding more and more out about some relationships around the station, too, so... We'll uh, we'll maybe probably add a couple of matches before the year is over. That'll be nice. I oh, like yeah. it. Uh, Dizzy's gonna ride his dog.